Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the world. Welcome to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. That's right, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Coming to you from my hotel room in Montgomery, Alabama. (laughs) I'm in the middle of a 10-day speaking extravaganza. That's right, my friends. I left my home about a week ago. And decided to take up an opportunity to share the free the dream message in a way that I love most. And that is face-to-face conversations, one-on-one talking to people about what their dreams are. And I was given such a great opportunity by two very dear friends of mine. The first friend, Ray Edwards just hosted his Copywriting Academy Live in Franklin, Tennessee. And I went down. That was a three and a half day event, which blew my mind as far as what God did in my life there. Quite frankly, I went to Ray's event in an effort to serve him and his community. Actually, to serve him by serving his community. One of the things that I believe that I have as a gift is to run across a few people, have conversations with them, and help them experience massive breakthroughs in their lives. And by doing that, I know that those who had invested a great deal of it, of their own money and their time and the time off of work for some of them, just all of the investment that it takes to go to a conference. I know what it takes as far as an investment. And so therefore, you know, people are looking to get a good return on their investment. I figured, hey, if if I can help a handful of people experience significant change in their life, then for at least those few people that I, I that just adds to the value of the experience of Ray's event. And and quite frankly, I thought you know, in the past, I've gone to live events and I've been able to have those conversations with, you know, really deep, meaningful conversations with about 10 or 15 people. And so that's what I was planning on doing. And in the past, it was it was pretty much, you know, what can I pour into them? What can I help them experience? Not really having anything in my mind of, of what they would, you know, how I would benefit from this. It wasn't even a, a, a thought. But this year... Uh, something was different. I mean, for me, I went into this event with greater clarity and discernment about who I am and how I best serve people and specifically exactly who it is that I know could most benefit by who I am and what I do and who I want to invest my efforts, time, energy, serving. Uh, 
because I know that those are the ones who are going to be able to benefit the most and therefore have the most amount of influence in the lives of other people once they become free to pursue their dreams relentlessly. So with all of that clarity this year, I I was on the lookout. I said, God, if there's anybody that I come across at this event that would benefit from working with me, and, and it's something that I know for a fact, <laughs> I know for a fact that if we had the opportunity to work together over the next year, let's just say through the Next Level Mastermind, or if you know they jo- they came to the Free the Dream Conference and 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 then were subsequently a part of the Free the Dream family and all that we do for that family moving forward. If if there's somebody that specifically I think I, I think that it would be a solution for them, then then I, I'm willing to invite them into that experience. And I I will tell you that I did not necessarily invite very many people to that experience, uh, maybe about seven or eight. But what happened next blew my mind. So first of all, I told you that it was a three and a half day event. And something interesting happened, by the way. Of course, I spoke at this event. Ray Ray invited me to come and give the all beliefs have consequences talk that I do. It's the opening keynote address for Free the Dream. Anyway, which, by the way, you can find it at mindsetanswerman.com slash free if you haven't got your own access to that one-hour talk. And if you go there, it says... Give me 60 minutes and I'll teach you how to live the life of your dreams. If you haven't seen it yet, go to mindsetanswerman.com slash free. Anyway, I spoke and I'm going to tell you a little funny story about my speaking gig. So earlier in the week, Matt Brady from Brady Made Productions emailed me and said, Hey Cliff, just want to let you know I have the official time for your speaking uh, session. It's going to be on Friday, July 26th at 11.05 a.m. Central Time. I said, awesome, thank you so much. Now, by the way, Matt Brady is Matt Brady of Brady Made Productions. They are the people that do the Free the Dream Conference event planning for me. And it's because of my recommendation that Ray hired them, and I'm so delighted he did, and so is he. (laughs) Anyway, so Matt Brady sent me this note. That's when my talk is. So I, I take that email... And I, I highlight it, and I copy. It said, uh, Friday, July 26th, 11.05 a.m. So I copy that, and I go over to a different tab on my computer, and I have my Google Calendar opened up, and I drag my mouse over top of a day, and I say, you know, from 11 to 12, because I, I wasn't going to change it to 11.05. It's just like, let me just open up a new block of time. I, dra- I clicked on 11 a.m., drug it down to 12 o'clock, And then I typed in the words, my talk in all capital letters. And then I put a hyphen and then I hit command V. I pasted Friday, July 26th, 11.05 a.m. And then I hit save. And then as far as I'm concerned, I don't need to do anything to remember this. Because, well, if I need to be reminded, when is my talk? When I get into Franklin, Tennessee and I want to know when my talk is, I'll just pull my calendar out and look right? So anyway, I get to Franklin, Tennessee. I think I showed up Wednesday night and I met some people and they said, Cliff, when are you talking? And I pull out my pocket, my phone out of my pocket. I look at my phone, calendar, Google calendar app. 
I speak on Saturday at 11.05 a.m. They said, awesome, I can't wait for your talk. Thursday came around, and a bunch of people said, hey, Cliff, when's your talk? And I said, Saturday, 11.05 a.m. They said, oh, awesome, can't wait for your talk. Friday morning, I got there 6 a.m., and from 6 a.m. throughout the morning, Cliff, when is your talk? And I said, you know, Saturday. Well, you you know how this goes. Uh, you know, it's Friday morning and people are asking me. And of course, I say, I speak tomorrow, 11.05 a.m. Well, I'm watching Sarah Anna Powers speak on Ray Edwards' stage. I'm up in the VIP section seating there. I wanted to view her talk because she's going to be speaking at Free the Dream. And I figured, hey, I'd, I'd love to just see a little preview of what Anna Powers, Sarah Anna Powers, is going to do for Free the Dream community. So I'm sitting there enjoying her talk. And I get a text message from Matt Brady about seven minutes before Sarah's finish, or Sarah's talk is finished. And that text message says, hey, Cliff, would you mind going back so Tristan can mic you? I'm thinking to myself, why on earth would Tristan want to mic me? And I pull out my, well, I have my phone. I pull up the calendar app on my phone. And I look, and it says, sure enough, it's there, right there, plain as day, in a big, huge, gigantic red block of time from 11 to 12 on Saturday, it says in big, bold print, my talk, Saturday, 11 to 12. Hmm. So I've been, I'm I'm correct, obviously. Everybody asked me when I'm talking, I said Saturday from 11 to 12 or 11.05 a.m. I memorized the, I, I, I had remembered it was 11.05 but it was certainly my talk in all caps on Saturday. But I got this text from Matt Brady, and it says, hey, Tristan wants, needs to mic you backstage. Can you head back there? And so I tap on the, you know, when, when you have Google Calendar on your phone, it doesn't show you everything. If you got a big, long title for that talk, all it sh- said was my talk. That's all you could see. So I click on it, and it says my talk in all caps, hyphen, Friday, July 26th. 11.05 a.m. I'm like, oh, I created my 11 to 12 block of time accidentally on Saturday. And yes, I now have five minutes before I speak on that stage right in front of me. This is interesting. Oh, yeah. So I, no, would you think that I freaked out? Years ago, I would have freaked out. But I didn't freak out at all. In fact, I was super excited. I was beside myself with excitement. And here's why. Because, well, I figured I was going to have to wait until Saturday for those in the conference to know who I am, what my message is, and how I might be able to help them. And that's fine. You know, I, I can go under the cover of anim- anonymity for a little while. You know, that's not a big deal. And there's enough people at this event who already know who I am and what my message is. And so there's plenty of people that I could talk to. So I was fine waiting till Saturday to talk, but I didn't have to. I I was excited. I was like, oh my gosh, I get this opportunity today, the first full day of this event, and I get to talk in the morning. And so I jumped straight back there. Thankfully, I wore a shirt that was presentable. I did not have the shoes that I planned on speaking in that day. But none of that matters. 
I went back there, Tristan put the mic on me, and before you know it, less than five minutes, I was literally on the stage delivering my presentation to that audience. And I crushed it. I was confident. I was not nervous, not in the slightest. And how is that possible? And it's a little message for you, by the way, is to make sure that when you're speaking and you're giving a a talk on a stage, don't talk about things you don't know internally. Don't, Don't do speeches that you have to memorize over and over and over again, and you just get up there and you sound like a robot. Get up there and speak from your heart about something you know. Speak about something that if you if the slides in your presenter notes completely didn't show up because the electric went out, you could still get up on that stage and speak from your heart and know exactly what your point was that you want that audience to walk away with. And that's the kind of talks that I give. And the other thing that I had is it was all beliefs have consequences. Some of you may know that I did 24 podcast interviews in the month of July. 24 one-hour conversations where I was the guest on 24 people's podcasts. And every single one of them, I gave the talk. All beliefs have consequences. So I ran through this message 24 times in the month of July before going to Franklin, Tennessee. And not only that, but I within 24 hours, I got on the stage at 11 o'clock. Within 24 hours from 11 a.m. the day before, all the way through that night, and then that morning, I had delivered my talk, All Beliefs Have Consequences, with seven different people 24 hours leading up to that conference or to that stage time. So when I got on that stage, I didn't need a single slide. I did not need a single presenter note. I I knew this stuff backward and forward, and it was delivered well beyond my wildest imagination. I mean, if you go to MindsetAnswerMan.com slash free, what you will see is a well-presented presentation of that message. It was the first time I had ever delivered that message in front of a live audience, and it was amazing, but it was nowhere near as awesome as what happened with only seven minutes of notice before I took the stage, but it worked out so incredibly well, and it had a powerful impact on the lives of those who were in the, in the, in the audience. There were about 200 people at, at Ray's event, and what I want to tell you is that if we look at Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Those were the three full days of this event. I was there from 6 o'clock in the morning until 6 o'clock in the evening. Now, I did sit in the VIP section for Sarah Anna Powers' talk, and I did sit in the uh, audience for Jeff Goins' talk. Those two individuals are actually speaking at Free the Dream, and I did want to see their sessions. And then, of course, I was on stage for my talk, as you might imagine. Now, from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., however, 
those days when I was not on the stage giving my talk or watching Jeff or watching Sarah, I was out in this open area of the factory, which is just outside the doors that goes into the theater where Ray's event was held. It was held in the Jameson Theater instead of the Liberty Hall, but it was in the Jameson Theater, and just outside of the Jameson Theater doors, there's this area. There's like a juice company there. There's a Jenny's Ice Cream. There's this little taco place, and it's just got this big, giant, open, common area. Lots of plenty, plenty of great seating. There's this high top table. And I just sat out there and I'm like, God, if there's anybody that comes up to me, I will, I will give them my undivided attention and I will pour into them anything that I have a value to offer them. And well, it was insane. I didn't connect with 10 to 15 people. I connected with over 40 people in that conference. There's just four, it just so happens that I have 40 people's pictures that I took selfies with. And I'm pretty sure it was more than 40. So, and, and there were times, by the way, there were times when there were eight people in line to see me. And even though I knew that there were plenty of people, I've, I've learned something extremely valuable. And I learned this from Dan Miller years ago. And that is the person in front of me is the only person, a person that exists in my world right now. When I'm, when I'm standing in line, if this person, if, if what I'm doing is providing value to this person, it doesn't matter if I'm going to be there for 20 minutes, 40 minutes. And I think the longest that I spent with one person in this arena of this open common area was 90 minutes, an hour and a half. And you know what? If the people didn't want to wait the 20 minutes or 40 minutes or 90 minutes for their opportunity to to chat, then they could come back later. And some of them did leave. Some of them just watched and witnessed what was going on in the transformation of the lives of the people who were directly in front of me. And I know that this this sounds a little arrogant. It's like, gosh, Cliff, get over yourself. If that's you, shut up this podcast off. You don't need me in your life. Go listen to somebody you love. Life is too short to listen to me if you don't care about what's going on in my life and 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 how I show up in the world. For the rest of you, yeah, this happened. And it was exciting. It was like, it's like, man, this is my zone of genius. Remember when I, I told you guys in September 2017, two years ago, I said, I want to spend a minimum of 80% of my working hours directly in the center of my zone of genius. And for three days in Franklin, Tennessee, from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., I was dead center in in my zone of genius. And it had a radical, profound impact in the lives of each and every one of those people that I talked to. It was mind-blowing People are like, Cliff, how, how can I get more? And you know, so many of them signed up for mindsetanswerman.com slash free when I told them about it. I sold, I think, a total of four tickets to Free the Dream conference, which is in 43 days, 11 hours, 47 minutes, and 54 seconds from right now as I'm recording this. Anyway, uh, 
so about four tickets, I think, is what I sold while I was there in Franklin. More tickets are rolling in as as people are returning home and they're looking at their notes and say, oh, yeah, I want to see if I can make it to Free the Dream. And so more tickets I expect to come as a result of, of those opportunities. There are a handful of people that I talk to that, quite frankly, I know that if they were to be a part of the Next Level Mastermind some radical change would happen in their lives that that I would love to just have the honor of witnessing and being a catalyst for using my gifts and my calling and my and and what I was put on this earth to do and so there are at least four or five people that are scheduled for what I call a 90 minute complimentary coaching experience and I can't wait to do those calls the interesting thing is, though, is two people that I met at this conference, or is it three? I'm trying to think. No, it was two. Um, yeah, I think it was two. Two people that I met at this conference immediately signed up for the Next Level Mastermind. Now, it's important to tell you that I did not pitch them on this. I mean, they asked me how, you know, what kind of ways do I work with people? And I told them about my next level mastermind. And I had fully anticipated inviting those two people into a coaching experience with me. Actually, one of them did sign up for a coaching experience. But he's like, listen, I don't want to wait until our coaching experience. I just want to sign up. Where do, how do we do this? And then I took uh, one of them out to dinner with his wife. And we had a coaching experience at dinner. And they talked it over, and they, and, and, and I, I promise you, I did not invite them to the Next Level Mastermind. I did not. I simply gave them the same experience they would get in working with me as their coach. And that was actually not 90 minutes. That was, gosh, we were at dinner for at least two and a half, maybe three and a half hours. And I bought them dinner. And, I, and, and again, this wasn't a sales and marketing technique. I mean, it is. It is a part of a technique. I was doing something that's called creating clients. But you know, it, it wasn't my goal to try to get them to convert. Like, hey, can you sign up tonight? You know, before, you know, make a decision before this opportunity goes away. Or sales pitch this. Or I didn't see them as a prospecting. You know, that wasn't that. I was serving them. And the next morning, he says, listen, I talked it over with my wife and Dude, I'm in. How do I start? Can I can I start this week? And ah, uh, so amazing. I'm trying to think. I, there, was there a third? I know I just added four people to the next level mastermind in the past week. I know the eight, the PM session in the, the the next level mastermind is now full, which is incredibly awesome in and of itself. But yeah, it was it was so amazing. And and so that goes back to what I was telling you. Normally, I it's like, listen, I'm just there to serve people. But man, this clarity that I have about who I am and how I show up in the world, I feel like coming away from this event, I benefited far greater than than I could have ever dreamed of. It wasn't like, man, I, I, okay, did I want to meet people? And, and if there are people who lived in Franklin and, and I felt like they'd be good for Free the Dream, did I, did I hope that maybe I could sell tent and tickets to Free the Dream? Yeah. Did I have a dream that I would walk away with two people, at least, if not three, who signed up immediately for the Next Level Mastermind? No. And then have, oh, I don't know, five or so coaching experience calls scheduled over the next two weeks? No, I didn't go with that intention, but it just happened. 
And, and so it, this was a massive benefit to me and what I'm doing. And, and it opens up some opportunities financially for me to achieve more of my dreams. And my dreams are pretty significant in that what I'm doing over the next year, some things that I want. In fact, that's one of the things that I'm so thrilled. Ray gave this amazing journal to uh, some speakers and folks uh, that were there. And I've been writing down my own list of dreams. I have people do this exercise all the time. And I kind of, and I've done it before, but man, my dreams have changed a lot over the past year. I mean, they have changed a great deal. They're bigger than they were before. And I'm not talking about the big one, the stadium event. Uh, there's been a little modification due to, the, to, to that one as well. I'm not sure if Michael Hyatt, if you're listening this week, but thank you for the conversation. Anyway, yeah, my dreams are massively different this year. And so I've been writing out my dreams again without any regard to what may have been on my list before. And I'm really enjoying that. A couple other things happened to me in Franklin, Tennessee. So I'll tell you what, I'm not going to go too long into this one. I'm not going to tell you the full story here. I just want you to do this. I want you to go to youtube.com slash cliff EOTC. That's youtube.com slash cliff EOTC. And I just did it and it just typed up and I just wanted to make sure it works. That stands for Cliff Encouraging Others Through Christ, by the way, unless you're offended by that. And then just, it stands for Cliff Encouraging Others Through Content. Either way, that's what it is. Cliff EOTC on YouTube. Anyway, if you go there and you look at my vlog playlist, my vlog playlist, you'll find a vlog episode 277, and it's titled, I Met a Man. You know what? It's 23 minutes long. I'm going to go ahead and play the audio from that video. I will tell you the whole story right here on this podcast, and here's that story right now. To start off what I want to share with you today, I'm going to play for you a little audio clip that my wife sent me on Voxer last night. My dude, you never start a conversation to your wife with, I met a man. Second, shouldn't you be running adding speakers by me before you add them? Yes, I did send my wife a message on Friday evening that started off with, hey, Stephanie, I got to tell you something. I met a man. (laughs) Okay. And yes, I did tell her that I met somebody that I am going to be finding a spot in our speaker lineup. I said, I know there's no slots if we have to make an extra 45 minutes in our program for one of the days. We've got to find a way. I'm go- we- we're going to put a new speaker into the Free the Dream lineup for 2019. And I want to tell you the story about how this all happened. And I hope you'll stick around to the end of this video. It was Friday, July 26th. I had just delivered my All Beliefs Have Consequences talk here at Ray Edwards Copywriting Academy Live. After I spoke, I do what I always do is I go out and make sure that I make myself available to people who are in the audience. And I love to, you know, just be there to answer any questions, get any feedback, whatever is going on in people's minds as a result of this. And I had several people come up to me. And then there's a man that walks up and he introduces himself. His name is Dale. 
And Dale says to me, Cliff, that was the most inspiring message. I'm so incredibly motivated by you. I'm such a fan of your work. I've been listening to your podcast for years and you've really helped me in so many ways unlock and free several of my dreams. And I just want to say that I appreciate you. The interesting thing though, that's unique about this gentleman that seemingly stood out from everyone else is that he's 87 years old. All right. 87 years old, and this man is sitting here telling me how much an inspiration I've been to him and that he's a fan of mine and, and all of this other stuff. And he begins to tell me about himself and that, you know, hey, I've reached out to you a couple times via email in the past. And, and he's telling me a little bit about his life story. He says, I live in Bowling Green, Kentucky, where your daughter goes to college, you know, and, and he's telling me all little bits and pieces of his story, a little bits and pieces of his life, and things that, quite frankly, I was very interested in learning. He's telling me some of the things that he's hoping to get out of the conference, the people that he's, the kind of people he's looking to meet, and, and stuff like this, and what he's trying to achieve to take his dream to the next level. And he tells me the story of his wife. He and his wife, by the way, Mary Jo, They've been, they will be married 68 years on December 23rd of this year. He says, Lord willing. Um, so the one thing is though, is he proceeded to tell me that uh, there is, uh, she, she's had dementia for the past eight years and that's been a challenge and he's full-time her caregiver. And, but the thing is, is he's not telling me this in a way that it's like, I want you to feel sorry for me. He's not telling me this in a way that like, woe is me. He's not depressed. In fact, I will tell you that Dale Smith, out of all of the people that I've met at the Ray Edwards conference, and trust me, I've met some very positive, encouraging, uh, inspiring people. I will tell you that Dale Smith has the most positive mindset and he had more hope inside of him and more desire and drive to take his dreams to the next level than anyone else that I spoke to at this event. And that would include all of my peers and friends on this stage of this event. And that just spoke to me deep down inside. And so he didn't want to take up my time. Other people wanted to t chat with me. And so he shook my hand and said, thank you so much for what you do. And, and, uh, and, and he wished me great success. And uh, that was it. That was, that was our encounter. But it left a mark on me. So much so that I talked about Dale Smith all day long on Friday. To, I said, did you see the, did you see, have you met Dale Smith? And they're like, oh yeah, I met Dale Smith. And everybody lit up when they talk about Dale Smith, the guy that they met at this event. And that evening I was talking to my friend Rusty, Rusty Ryle. And I said, Rusty, I said, you know, I, not that I heard the voice of God or anything, but I feel like God's telling me to reach out to Dale Smith. That for some reason there's something I'm supposed to learn from this guy. All right, and, and the thing is, is I don't know what it is, but I feel like I'm supposed to reach out to Dale because Dale gave me his contact information. 
Uh, he says, if you ever want to touch base or anything like this, uh, I, I'd love to, to touch base with you. Reach out to me anytime, Cliff. If you're down in Bowling Green, I'd love to have lunch with you. That I mean, it's that kind of stuff, right? And something told me that I'm supposed to reach out to Dale. And I'm supposed to have a conversation with him and maybe a series of conversations. But I'm, there's something that I'm supposed to learn from Dale. That, that he's, got some, he's got some life experience to share with me. I, that it, it's that clear you and the cool thing is rusty ryle you're the one you heard this friday night right this is before i knew anything really about dale smith other than what i've told you already so far in this video so it's the next day and i the event's going on and there's a break and i go and i find myself a nice place to sit out in this open area and there's a couple extra seats around me and stuff like that. And I saw Dale walk by. And I said, Dale, would you mind if I ha ask you a couple questions? Can we have a conversation? I, I, there's a seat here if you'd like. He says, I would love to have a conversation with you. And it's like, he's like, he says, Cliff, I'm your biggest fan. You know, it's that kind of deal. And I'm like, okay. But I'm just honored because I'm like, I sit there, I said, I said, Dale, I don't want to sound weird or anything, but I feel like I need to ask you something. Is there, are there, I feel like, I, I feel like I'm supposed to ask you to, to talk to me and share with me some sort of life experience that you have. And, and I, I want to, I want to get to know you. I feel like there's some things I should be learning from you. And I'm thinking, you know, I, by the way, this whole thing, before I talk to Dale, I'm thinking that, well, anybody with 87 years of life experience who has been married going on 68 years, in the past eight years, he's been the full-time caregiver of his wife who has had dementia for the past eight years and has the mindset of this guy, that's got to be what God wants me to learn from this guy. And I'm sure there's a lot of truth to that. But that's not what God had in mind. What happened next blew my mind. So I asked Dale, I said, Dale, tell me as much as you're willing to share of your life. I mean, anything that you feel is pertinent, anything that I could learn from you, I, I, I want you to know, I'm here, you have my undivided attention. Tell me a little bit about your journey and he begins to tell me about when he first met his wife and how he married her 18 days later. I believe it was 18 days. It's an incredible story. He, he oh man, the, just the way he tells the story. He began to tell me about her dementia and exactly the amount of scientific research that he studied on communication with someone with dementia and how the brains and the neurons and the, the, the way that the neural pathways are disconnected and that his, for example, his wife, Mary Jo, is inside there. And, and, there and, and the messages from her to him are not easily conveyed outward or his messages to her are not easily conveyed inward. Anyway, here's what I'm telling you. That made, heart, I mean, that made sense. I'm sure it made sense. But you have to have heard the way that Dale Smith communicated to me in three to five sentences the scientific explanation of communication with somebody with dementia, at least the type that she had, the, the, the ex experience that she has with dementia. And I, 
no kidding, I understood every single nuance of every word he spoke. And I feel as though I understand communication between the between us and somebody with dementia, at least this type, this level of dementia, as if I had just read an entire medical journal on communicating with those who have dementia. And he said it to me in three to five sentences in a way that I've never heard anybody communicate something so technical in such a concise manner that just made perfect sense. And I'm mesmerized by this guy. The next thing is what I would most want to share with you. So Dale begins to tell me, I said, Dale, one of the things that you told me yesterday is that uh, you used to travel all over the country speaking in universities. Were you a professor? Can you tell me a little bit about your speaking in, in universities? What kind of speeches did you give? I, I'm, I'm really intrigued to learn more about that. And so he began to tell me about that. And I've learned that he's delivered, I think it's over 6,000 talks on stage. And it's been stages in all varieties all over the world and not just in universities. And he began to tell me about the fact that in 1950-something, I wish I remembered the exact date, but in the 1950s, he joined Toastmasters. The Toastmasters is all about helping you take your professional skills of speaking and communicating to whole new levels. Now, if you're in Toastmasters, one of the things that you may know is that they have chapter-wide speaking competitions. So they'll, you'll get up and deliver talks and you'll be competing with other people in your chapter. They also have local regional competitions to see who is the best out of this region of Toastmasters. And then they have state championships. And of course they have national and yes, they have international. My friends, Dale Smith is a worldwide champion winner of the Toastmasters International World Championship. World Championship winner communicator. Out of all of the members of all of the Toastmasters of all of the entire world, Dale Smith was voted number one communicator in the world. God wants me to learn from the world's best communicator. But it doesn't stop there, my friend. So he tells me about some of the talks that he's delivered over the years, and he's telling me about what his current dreams are and what message he feels like he most needs to put into the world with the five to 10 years that he may have left. And those are his words. He's like, listen, I, 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 looking at my family history about how long you know, the, those before me lived, I figure I have somewhere between five to 10 years. And, and I'm, I'm intentional about how I'm going to spend those. And so this is what I'm working on. This is what I'm developing. This is what I'm going after. This is what my dream is. And he told me about uh, an illness that happened a couple years ago that kind of took him off the speaking circuit. And, and you know, he says, I'm, I'm looking to get maybe back into that again. 87 years old and he's looking to get back into some speaking on the stage again. This guy's incredible. 
So he tells me, he's sitting there, he says, you know, I've been working on this skit. It's called, I think it's The Crabby Old Man. And I believe he was telling me about something about something that, it's like a skit where this man is, you know, it's an old, crabby old man, and he's kind of doing a monologue about what the, the nurses in the nursing home are thinking about him or something of that nature. And he, so he's telling me about why he's creating this message, this, or this skit this drama piece. And the one thing I want to tell you, and, and if, Dale, I know that you're probably going to watch this video. I, I, I mean this in the utmost respect. I mean, when, when Dale's walking away, around, he is walking around able-bodied, all right? This is not a man who is 87 years old walking with a walker. Not that there would be anything wrong with that. Uh, he's not walking with a cane, and not that there would be anything wrong with that. But at 87 years old, Dale Smith is walking around the factory here in Franklin, Tennessee at Ray Edwards Copywriting Academy Alive event, and, and he's walking around, and he moves uh, in a, in a, in a, at a pace that I would say, if I could say with respect, I, I would say he's... He, He's a frail person, a man that he's walking around. I mean, it's 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 obviously you know somebody at that age. You fall down, you're gonna hurt yourself, and so you're obviously gonna take care in the way that you move. You're gonna be very intentional with every move you make, and and so it, here's the thing: it, when when I'm looking at Dale, when I'm when he's in front of me, it's I'm 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 aware that I'm looking into the eyes of a man who is 87 years on this planet. And when he's telling me the story of his life experience and all the things that have been going on in his life, I, I hear the voice of an 87-year-old man. But then, as he's telling me the story about this 15-minute skit that he's developed, he begins to recite from memory parts of that skit. And for the first few words of the first line, he began reciting them as if he was just reciting them. But by the end of the first sentence, he slipped into character. And in an instant, I was no longer in Franklin, Tennessee. Dale's entire body language changed. Dale's voice had more power and resonance in it than I'd ever... I mean, it commanded my attention. I was no longer in Franklin, Tennessee. I was in a world that was just created by this man. And that world was created by the eye contact that he made with me. The, it was made by the facial expressions that he was forcing himself to make as he was telling this story. This, I was in a world that he created through his entire body language, through his entire words, through the ways that he used his hands. I was in a world that he created and it was as if he took his hand, reached into my chest and held my soul in the palm of his hands and he was molding it with his words.
and he only gave me 90 seconds of a glimpse of that skit. And at the end of that 90 seconds, I would, I, I, in an instance, I, he, he came out of character and I was talking back to the 87-year-old man again. But for a few moments, I was talking to the most powerful communicator I'd ever experienced, ever witnessed in my life. And my friends, I am a devotee to learning about communication. I study great communicators and I've never in my life met a communicator more powerful than the 90 seconds that I had just witnessed right in front of me. I was blown away. I said, Dale, you said you want to get back into speaking. He said, yeah, I do. I said, you want to get that message out to the world? He says, yes, I do. I said, you said you've been looking for somebody to help you with some video production so that that can be recorded in video so that you can share it. You believe that the, you, you honestly believe that that video will likely go viral. He says, yes, I do. So would you like to record that video or would you like to do that skit, have it recorded and provided to you in video form and deliver it live on a stage in front of an audience in 47 days from today? He said, yes, I would. You've got it, my friend. Dale Smith, the world's greatest communicator in the world, at least in from 1968 anyway, and he's had a little bit of experience in communicating since then, is speaking at Free the Drain 2019. And not only that, but he's gonna be my personal coach in communication. He's going to, after every single time I'm on stage at Free the Dream, I'm gonna do my opening keynote address. And he's gonna come backstage and he's going, or he may stay backstage, I don't know. Uh, but he's going to monitor what I'm doing. And after each talk, He's going to coach me on some tweaks that I can make before my next talk because I'm speaking seven times at Free the Dream. And uh, that's, not the, that's just the beginning of the relationship that Dale and I are going to have. And I, I've, God had laid it on his heart that he feels that God's calling him to mentor and coach me in the area of communication. And before I even knew that, I felt that I needed to also not only learn something from Dale but I'm committed to seeing him succeed in the things that I have the ability to help him succeed in. That's what I wanted to share with you today. I, I'm beside myself. The fact that I am graced with the resource and the gift of a man who has 60 plus years of speaking experience, one of the most powerful communicators I've ever witnessed in my life, and he's gonna coach me. And so as I wrap up this video, I wanna leave you with a thought. When you discover what your true identity is and begin to fully embrace who you were created to be, every resource you need to achieve your dreams that were planted inside of you will be made available to you. You see, I believe that we were all created for a purpose, that God, when he created us, he knew us before he knit us together in our mother's womb. I believe that he also said, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. There's work that he's created in advance for us to do. The dreams inside of you 
were planted by your creator. You were created for a purpose. You have a true identity. And when you fully embrace it, God will give you every resource necessary. Every resource will be made available to you to achieve the realization of the dream for which you were created. I believe one of those resources for you is the Free the Dream Conference. If you're watching this video and you're hearing my voice right now, at this point, I'm convinced that one of the resources to set you free from things that are holding you back from living the life for which you were created is the Free the Dream Conference. Right now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you were created to do. Come to Free the Dream Conference. FreeTheDreamConference.com. I look forward to seeing you there. Well, my friends, as you can tell, some awesome things are happening. There's one more thing that happened at Ray Edwards' event that I did not anticipate. And there were four individuals that were there from this organization called the Global Leadership Symposium. And they're specifically on the lookout for powerful communicators who are prolific in communicating a message of hope filled with faith, but who are able to do so without having to wear, like, love Jesus on your (laughs) t-shirt, if you know what I'm saying. Are, they're specifically looking for people who are of faith, who are able to communicate and educate about the value of living faith in business and in politics, but being, being able to communicate the faith without actually throwing the Bible around all the time at people. You know, it's like hitting them upside the head with Bible verses here and there and, and all this. And they came up to me. And I got to tell you, it was a a little weird at first. And they were telling me, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to invite me to speak and blah, blah, blah. And I'm wondering if they're going to pay me. And And I had all this really weird gut reaction and all this other stuff. And, and, and they said, Cliff, you know, we want to invite you to speak in Prague next summer. And if you accept what you would do is you would be speaking to at least 40 emerging world leaders in Prague next year I've been invited to speak to 40 world leaders and you know I, I'm, I'm sitting there getting a feel for these people these these folks that are standing there in front of me and are well one of them sitting there in front of me and I'm hearing and and I'm just checking the spirit inside of me and I'm like man this is real I'm sensing that this is real and I told him I said listen you know there's something going on here and I got to tell you the first thing that I I can share with you is that authentically, the first thing I'm wondering is like, gee, I wonder if they're going to offer to pay my hotel and my travel and, and all that stuff. And can I take time away from my business to pull this off and, and all this other stuff. And, and I just, something inside of me said, listen, that was the old Cliff Ravenscraft. 
And I had I'd experienced some some financial challenges after last year and and I've I've gone through the fire and came out unburned, if you will. And as of July 1st, I learned something that radically transformed my life. And quite frankly, as of that conversation, I had made $62,000 in a single week with all indicators looking like that's like a new normal for me. I know that sounds crazy, and I apologize for throwing out big dollar figures and stuff like that. I don't say it to impress. It kind of it kind of blows me away. But the thing is, is, is it's a reality, and it's a reality that has been going for two weeks now, and it's continued, and I have... I absolutely have full confidence that next year is going to be my first $1 million year as the Mindset Answer Man. I'm confident of that. And I sit there, I say, man, I, I got to tell you, this is authentically, I was, I, you haven't even told me whether or not you would be willing to pay me for my travel and stuff like that. You haven't told me any of that. And I sit there, I said, here's what I will tell you. You guys need to seriously check out who I am. You need to go watch a bunch of my YouTube videos. You need to go listen to a bunch of my podcast episodes. You need to follow some of my content. You guys need to really make sure that I'm your guy. But if you decide that I am your guy and you genuinely have 40 or more world leaders in Prague that you feel I'm supposed to talk to, if as long as it doesn't conflict with Free the Dream 2020, which I'm still open on my dates and they're still open on their dates, the thing is, is I got to get mine nailed down this week so that I have all of that stuff put together. If there's no conflict, I will fly myself to Prague and I don't want you to pay me a penny. I will pay for the opportunity to influence 40 emerging world leaders in Prague. I've been wondering, why has God granted me this massive shift in my financial situation and, and completely removed limiting beliefs that were holding me back all this time? And now I know. Well, and I think I know. Uh, and and I'm and the thing is this isn't worked out yet. Uh, the, the thing is is the, their thing in Prague, the symposium, is three weeks long. I don't know that they'll want me there the entire three weeks or whatever. But if if it's uh, if it's open for me to go for three weeks, and and that's what I discern is the right thing. I have a business that allows me to go away for three weeks. I could probably take my entire family with me to Prague next summer. Wait, I just said that out loud. That's the first time that occurred to me that I could take the family with me. And heck yeah, I could take the family with me. And if I am generating the amount of income that I absolutely know without a shadow of a doubt that I could be creating between now and next summer, heck yeah, I could do it. So it's just, it comes down to a scheduling thing. And I said, listen, if it doesn't occur in the summer of 2020, it will definitely occur 2021. And I'm hoping that it will occur next year. Guys, I never dreamed that I would have the opportunity to speak to world leaders. 
in Prague. Oh my gosh. Some amazing things are happening, my friends. It, it is unbelievable. Of course, I wrapped up, I, I went to, I, I, on Monday, Ray had a bonus day for his VIP attendees. That was uh, most of the day, and or half day, I, I, I would say. Maybe a th- it had a lunch break, and then after lunch, they still had a few sessions. I stayed for all of that, served some more folks there. That was awesome. Some remainder con- conversations with people. And after that, I went back to my hotel room and did accounting with my wife virtually via FaceTime. I was entering receipts, and she was reading off stuff, and we accomplished that. That was cool. And then... Uh, that night, I had dinner with my great friend, Michael Hyatt, just the two of us, which is, guys, to only, I, I, I'm so blessed to have the relationship with Michael Hyatt that I do. And that was an incredible evening. The conversation that we had spoke so much wisdom into my life and, and helped me get some new clarity and distinction on some tweaking of the priorities in my life as far as this pursuit of this tens of thousands in a stadium, which, by the way, I still believe is going to happen. Although it's not necessarily my top priority right now. Yes, I'm still pursuing it. I still believe it may happen in 2025. I don't know if it does. It doesn't matter to me when it happens. I do believe it'll happen. I don't think it's going to be just once. But it's not my priority. Something else is. And that is firing me up in a big way. And then I was supposed to leave on Monday. Yes, so that was Sunday evening that I had dinner with my client. I was supposed to leave on Monday, check out, checking out of my hotel on Monday. But then I got in touch with Dan Miller, and he says, Cliff, I can't have dinner. I was going to see if he wanted to have dinner uh, the, the night before, but he wasn't available because, but I'm in town Monday if you'd like to have dinner Monday. And so I said, I absolutely would. So I went down to the lobby and say, listen, I need to extend my hotel stay one day. Can I do that? And they said, yes. And by the way, Ray paid for my hotel stay all the way through checking out on Monday and they extended my stay until Tuesday and they promised me I'd be able to pay for the extra day when I check out on my own. Just I could pay that, that and Ray wouldn't get charged for it. Well, they checked me out and it billed it all to Ray. And they they spent like 40 minutes trying to reverse that and all that other stuff. And I said, don't worry, I'll, I'll just take care of it. So, Ray, I know you're listening to my podcast. Seriously, dude, just send me an invoice for 200 bucks. <laughs> I'll pay you for that extra day. Trust me, my time with Dan that night was worth it. And my friend Jody Mayberry, which I finally got a chance to really get to know Jody on a, on a much deeper level as well incredible evening with Dan Miller and Jody Mayberry. Oh, man, what a wonderful time. And so then I came back to my hotel, checked out on Tuesday, and drove to where I am now. I'm in Montgomery, Alabama. And I'm down here to speak at Javana Ellison's Thrive Summit, her live event. And yes, I speak tomorrow, and I have confirmed it, and I double confirmed it, triple confirmed it, and I will be speaking tomorrow at Giovanna's event on All Beliefs Have Consequences. And I'm so excited. Tonight at 5 p.m., we had our tech run-through, and we had a uh, speaker appreciation dinner there at the country club where it's being held. It's the Wind Lakes Country Club. Gorgeous place. 
I had an amazing, I showed up like two hours early because that's who I am. And so I had an amazing conversation with Giovanna. And then I got to meet uh, several of her speakers that I had not met before. Two of her speakers that I do know, two of them, two of her speakers were actually attendees at Free the Dream 2018. I got to have a deep and meaningful conversation with them. And guess what? Both of them are signed up for a 90-minute complimentary coaching experience over the next two weeks because I know what their goals are, what their dreams are. I understood what their plans for how to achieve those were, and I'm like, I've got to teach you what I just learned July 1st, and I want to share. i got to give it to you, and they're like, I can't wait to learn, Cliff. What you've said you just accomplished in the past couple of weeks, yes, I want some of that. And I'm like, well, here's what you do. First, you need to go get this book. It's called The Prosperous Coach. And if you're like most people, you'll read it and you'll not understand why everybody's succeeding about it, you know, as they go through this book. There are five distinctions that, quite frankly, they don't just jump out at you. They don't leap off the page. But unless you incorporate and focus on these distinctions and shift your mindset, you are not prospecting for your mastermind group. You're not prospecting for your coaching clients. You are in the process of creating clients if they are, in fact, someone that would benefit from your coaching experience. And I'm like, wow. And they're like, wow. And, well, let's just say this. I've got a lot of coaching going on between now and the Free the Dream Conference, which happens to be in 43 days, 11 hours, and now 28 minutes in three seconds from now. So let me just share, see here. Um, my wins of the week, PM group of the Next Level Mastermind, now completely full. The AM group of the Next Level Mastermind will be full within the next three weeks for sure. Raise event, 40 plus people from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. I shared that with you. Free the dream ticket sales. We are officially, as of this very moment, let me tell you where that's at. We are, that's 2018. Let's look at this. We are currently at 91 attendees, which is more than the 87 that were there last year. There's already about seven people who, or maybe it's eight, that have confirmed that they are purchasing tickets. There were, I'm just waiting for them to come in. There's a whole lot of people in the hopper. Uh, in the hopper means these are people that they're just, they're, I mean, they're so almost there on this pushing that button to buy the ticket. So I know that we're going to, first of all, we're going to be over 100 guaranteed. However, I've told everyone, my goal is 300. I will not rest when it comes to marketing this event until there are 300 people that will be attending this event or until I step on stage to deliver the opening keynote. Until then, until one of those two things happened, happen. I will be aggressively marketing this Free the Dream conference. But I'm thrilled that already there's going to be, there's certainly going to be over 100 people at Free the Dream 2019. That is awesome. And the other thing is, just because I am authentic, transparent, here's the deal. We're working on a budget this year. We're anticipating $60,000 to operate this event. My current ticket sales with the 91 people who are attending 
$57,144. So what is that? $3,000 more in tickets. That could be, that's just two VIP tickets. Two VIP tickets will make it to the, where this event is actually going to break even. And I'm absolutely certain that we will sell more than two VIP tickets and several standard tickets between now and Free the Dream. And if it, I have anything to do it with it, I'm going to sell 209 more of any kind of ticket. So with that being said, things are going so amazing, my friends. This is what I wanted to share with you. This is just a breakdown of everything. I didn't give you a Tuesday morning bonus-ode, and I'm giving you this episode a little bit early because, well, all day tomorrow, I'm at the Thrive Summit. I will be there from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. tomorrow. And then on Friday... I will be at the Thrive Summit from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And then I'm going to have dinner both of those nights with folks that with somebody that I believe would benefit from a coaching experience from me. And then I'm going to spend the night here in this hotel on Sunday evening. I'm going to wake up Monday morning, pack everything up in my car, which, by the way, I happen to be speaking into a Rodecaster Pro right now. And, and I love bringing this thing on the road. I'm going to have to find a way to get a big, huge, gigantic Pelican case so that I can ship this Roadcaster Pro when I go traveling, like to speaking gigs elsewhere. It's, I, I don't want to go without the Roadcaster Pro anywhere. Anyway, so I'm going to pack everything back up in my car on Monday. And I have, I, I'm probably going to stop off in, uh, the Smoky Mountains, because my parents own a lake house there, and it's about halfway home, and that way I can break up driving home t- uh, that way. So anyway, guys, life is awesome, and I I am beyond blessed. I am beyond blessed. I am beyond fulfilled. I am living inside of my zone of genius. I've never experienced so much peace so much lack of stress as I'm experiencing now. And the funny thing is, is I, by the way, if you haven't listened to episode 610, go back and listen to it. Get this, out of all of you who listened to episode 610, would you believe there's only 30 of you who installed Voxer and sent me an audio message? Trust me, those who did it, they knew I was serious about responding to them. And I'm having a blast connecting with those people. So if you haven't done so, after you listen to this episode, go back to 610. It's titled, Real or Authentic Relationships Happen Outside of Automation. That's a big message on my heart these days. And I genuinely would love to hear from you. More specifically, I'd love to hear what your biggest dream is. I don't want you to email me. I want you to Voxer me. My Voxer, just go to your app store on your phone, Android or iPhone, Install the app. It's called Voxer, V-O-X-E-R, Voxer. Install that app and then add Cliff E-O-T-C. That's Cliff encouraging others through Christ again, unless that offends you, which you've already left if you've been offended. But anyway, uh, or if that doesn't offend you or does offend you, whatever, the and you're still here, then it's just Cliff encouraging others through content. Either way, I'm Cliff E-O-T-C on Voxer. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to add me as a friend on Voxer, and I want you to send me a voice message. Don't worry if you mess it up and send like three-second blank clip because you don't know how to use the user interface. You'll get used to it. Not a problem. 
but anyway, send me a voice message and tell me. Say, hey, Cliff, you asked what my biggest dream is that I'm currently pursuing that most excites me or scares me. And then tell me what it is. I want to hear what your dreams are. This is, God put me on this earth to entertain, educate, encourage, and inspire others, to take all of my experiences in life and pour into the lives of those he puts in my path so that I can help them change their beliefs, so that I, no, so that I can help you change your beliefs. You like that, Dale Smith? (laughs) So I can help you change your beliefs about who you are and what you are able to achieve in this world and to help you either achieve your dreams much pa- faster than you ever dreamed imagined or imaginable. I, I'm getting tired. Can you tell? Or if you haven't got any dreams, I will help you rediscover your ability to dream. And then I will teach you how to break free from anything and everything holding you back from living the life for which you were created. My friends, I look forward to seeing you in Franklin, Tennessee in 43 days, 11 hours and 20 minutes and 52 seconds from the time I was recording this on Wednesday, July 31st at 10.39 p.m. Central Time. Uh, But anyway, go to freethedreamconference.com. Freethedreamconference.com. Your life could change and I dare say will change in a single weekend. I look forward to seeing you in Franklin, Tennessee. FreeTheDreamConference.com. Mindset and Superman.